Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Osoy Cardona, and I am joined by Marquides. Hello. Link Keller. Yo. And Lara Taylor. Hey. Everybody, what what y'all what y'all playing lately? Anything? Anything good? Cheers to the kingdom. Cheers to the kingdom. Yeah. Kitty oh, collector. Been, Mark, been... what are you playing? I'm playing Kitty Collector. Kitty Collector, Link. Oh, I've I've just been uh putting just you know a couple of hours into a little indie game that I'm sure none of you guys have heard of. Um, it is a sequel. It is a uh, part of a series. Um, just a small, small little game nobody knows about. Uh, called Baldur's Gate Three, and. <sighs> I mean, yeah. that's I thought you were gonna say moving out too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Baldur's Gate three. Um, I think I think we, have we all been playing it? Mark, are you playing? I yeah. I am looking Perfect. at my my Steam right now. I have played it for a solid eighty four minutes because I literally bought it two days ago. <laughs> eighty four minutes. Bad. That's pretty close to uh, the amount of time that I've put into the game. Which, oh yeah. Um, if I pull I, if I pull open my Steam right now, it says seventy three point one. Uh, no, it says 227.9 oh. oh, hours. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. That says 73.1 hours played recently. <laughs> yes, because I had already put <laughs> over 100 hours into this game when it was in early access. And mm-hmm. oh. one might suspect that maybe I would chill out about it. No, mm, not even a little bit. I'm going harder than ever. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. I'm constantly thinking about it. Right now, I am thinking about. I are we actually are we done? Can I can I go play? <laughs> My baby. Before you go, can you tell us what the uh, what the game is and what it's about? It is a uh, RPG. The first one came out in I want to say ninety six, ninety eight, maybe um, late nineties, early two thousands. And uh, I played those games, uh, Baldur's Gate 1 and Baldur's Gate 2, a shit ton in my youth. Mm -hmm. And um, I have been excited for more Baldur's Gate since uh, 2007 when they started promoting uh, Dragon Age Origins as the spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate. I've been craving it. Uh, It did not hit that mark for me, but Baldur's Gate 3... It is more Baldur's Gate. It is a different game. It plays a little bit different. It plays a little bit more similarly to uh, Larian Studios' other games, Divinity, Original Sin, uh, and that sequel. But it is still, like in its heart, a Baldur's Gate game. And so I am having so much fun playing. You get to make your little character. It is in the uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition rule set. So most of the basic Dungeons and Dragons stuff is in the game. Um, and yeah, I, I, I made my little character and I collect my little friends and we go on little adventures and then we do uh, mass murder and stealing and kissing. Mm. <laughs> mass murder and stealing. I haven't done any of that. Well, maybe I... mass murder. Of goblins, just a little, little light. So many goblins, a little light murder. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I'm having an absolute blast with this game. It's been something I've been excited about for years, um, and it's uh, it's fantastic. I'm enjoying it so much. Cool. Well, I too have been playing Baldur's Gate three, and that's not really what the, what what I want to talk about today. It's, it's it, I picked the topic. It's not really about Baldur's Gate three, but there's a character. In Baldur's Gate 3 that you can choose that I want to talk about and just to kind of set off the conversation. Um, but I will say that Baldur's Gate 3, more than any other game that I've played maybe ever, but you can tell me what other games um, do this. And I recently played Div- Divinity Original Sin 2. I've played, I think I've played, you know, a variety of, of RPGs. But this game feels like it has... It almost feels like anything is possible in the sense that you have many different, um, like you meet somebody and you're like, oh, I could befriend this person or I could kill them or I could kiss them. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, like every, anything feels possible. And so I'm very hesitant 
at some things because there are some games where you're like, I'm just going to say this to see what happens, but I don't really expect there to be a consequence. And in this game, I'm like, attack? No, I'm not going to attack because if I attack, I'm going to end you up might killing die, them. Or you might die. Um, or I might die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a whole a whole thing. And so the game the game is a lot of fun. And there there's like it feels like there's high stakes because like I, I know an ep- an, a character can die and then that's it. Like their whole storyline, their whole that they could have been on your party in your party for two hundred and seven hours or how many however many <laughs> one wrong statement and that person dies. Or you could have killed them at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so that I find impressive about the game. And I think that's why that's one of the reasons why right now it is uh beloved and getting very, very high uh scores in, in reviews. And so you can create your own character. How many of you created your own characters? I did. All of you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Same. So I created a character of my own, which is almost identical to yours, Lara. Not surprisingly. <laughs> wow. Look, I've never played a Dragonborn. I wanted to play a Dragonborn. Uh, Mine a Dragonborn. I love yep. Rangers. Yep. I want to be a Ranger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, uh, so I created a character, and then I saw a. It wasn't a review. There's this. There's this YouTube channel called Fextra Life where he does a whole bunch of coverage of the games and it like in a very technical way like this is one of those games that i've been studying like i watch i watch hour-long videos on every class <laughs> to, to, before i decided you know what i wanted to do and he he made a video on this on one of the origin characters that you can choose i think there's 12 right um that are actual characters in the game that you can pick and 12 12 is that too many that's way too many I think there's 12 there's, characters. There's six th- companions, th- which you can play as origin characters. Uh-huh. And then there's the Dark Urge, which would be That's seven. That's it? Okay. Then seven. Then half of what I said. And, and Asterix, the Dark Urge one, is like is your backstory that is provided to you. You still get to choose what class, race, what you look like. Mm-hmm. All yep. of that stuff is still customizable as opposed to yep. the uh, companion origin characters, which look and are built the way that they are um though you can multi-class or or reclass them through oh you can't game. change the appearance of the other characters i don't think so of the other origin ones oh, okay I, I think yeah. i think they they just look how they look well and, and when yeah. you think about this game is pretty close to a direct port of D into video game form and so that's like getting a pre-gen versus building your own character um yep. so yep. yeah yep and so and so there's a dark urge. You just mentioned that character, right? So I see this video. Um, this guy's talking about the dark urge. And he said something that was very GT to me. <laughs> he was like, this character, what sets him apart from other characters is that he has these dark thoughts. And I can really relate to that. Like sometimes I'm in a situation and I think something and I'm like, I'm not going to do that, but I thought it. And I'd never played a character you know, in a game that that had an experience like that, I was like, "Wait, what? Wait, what? How how true is this?" So I went and I, I I gave up my character. I had only played a couple hours, and so I went and I switched over, started again as a Dark Urge. Literally, that's his name, the Dark Urge. Mm-hmm. And it is. I've never played a character like this. At least I can't think of. I've played, I've played games that have morality systems, where you can play as good or bad, and one that I that I that I really think about often is the the renegade and paragon system in in Mass Effect, where there's like as Shepard, I remember one option, right? Which because I was pretty into the red into the renegade part, it was like, oh, you know, you can respond to this or you can punch him in the face. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna punch him. Like, like there was an option to just pull the right trigger and and punch him in the face, and I definitely I just punched him in the face. But it was like there, there were just like two options, you know. It was like it was like do this or now that now that you've unlocked this this whole bad side, you can do things like that. But the dark urge is not like this. The dark urge has like dark thoughts, like really dark thoughts. And then the character does not want to have these dark thoughts, right? Without like spoiling the experience for people who want to do it. Um, too much. The moment he wakes up, you realize he's got amnesia, so he doesn't know why he has all of these dark thoughts coming to him constantly. But those are options, and sometimes the option is just fantasize about like ripping their head off, not actually ripping their head off. 
And I, I saw it described by someone as like hard mode. It was like, it was some kind of hard mode where you're like, you, even if you want to play uh, as a good guy, the, these, these bad choices are always there for you and they're enticing you. And at times it almost seems like if you, it's like you want to do them, right? Like your character, like you're, you're playing against what your character wants to do because your character wants to rip their head off or eat, eat their eyeballs or whatever it is that they want to do. <laughs> so does that sound like another game that you've ever played before? I'm curious because I've never played a game that has this kind of, um, this kind of thing. Not this close. I think Knights of the Old Republic had light side, dark side, similar yeah, to the way system. Yep. morality system, same way that you wouldn't mass effect. Um, yeah, same company too. But but not not anything quite like this. Yeah. And there's and there's games that you play where you're playing, you know, like a bad character and they have and they're they have an attitude, you know, and maybe their way of doing things is is more of an anti-hero type of thing. Link and Kayla and I just talked about that kind of stuff <laughs> not that long ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But very different to actually like have these dark thoughts um, there, and so and so I thought like this is such a, a an interesting experience, and I thought of many different uses for something like this, right? Where it's a, it's it's an experience that's relatable to someone who you know has dark thoughts and is constantly fighting against them. But I also thought, and, and I'm curious what you what you guys think about this. It gives me depression quest vibes. Where in Depression Quest, you have these different options. And sometimes there are options that you can't choose, right? And you have good and bad options that are, you know, healthy and unhealthy options for you. And and that's what this feels like. It's like, oh man, I don't know if that's what I should do or not. I can't believe he even has this option. Like that's that's <laughs> crazy. That doesn't seem like that I shouldn't, right? Right? And then you look around and you're all alone and nobody <laughs> You realize no you're the conscience. <laughs> you're the conscience for this character. <laughs> no, I mean like in real life, like you're just like I, I, I need somebody <laughs> to like bounce this idea off of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Link, does this remind you of any games that you've played? Before? I I think it's pretty distinct. I think there's some overlap with other games like uh, Mass Effect. I think another overlap would be with. Um, something like the last of us where the character makes choices that you the player do not agree with um and like the emotional reactivity of that um but i th- i think Baldur's Gate 3 is is sort of special in that way in that it is utilizing like is building off of like video game morality systems like the renegade paragon dichotomy there but it's also building off of dungeons and dragons morality system which is sort of twofold and there's the good and evil lawful chaotic cross alignment but there's also reputation which is dependent on where you are where it's like certain groups of people want you to do evil stuff and so you'll get more reputation points with them for being a little bit naughty um, but or other places you would lose <laughs> reputation points for that. And it's like in Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, those systems were there, but they were very much underutilized, underrealized, almost certainly because computers can't couldn't handle that level of complexity, but they can now. <laughs> so it's like so much more complexity. But what I think is, you know, the most interesting about the Dark Urge stuff is like there are some of them that you are forced into doing and some of them it is an opt-in choice right when you get the little uh text um you know what your character is going to say the next line in the conversation um side note larian studios has stated that they do not suggest people play the dark urge as their first playthrough and i think that this is part of it is because when you play through the first time and you have made your character 
um, your character, depending on their race and class, gets special lines that are just for them. And so it's like if you show up to the tiefling camp and you are a tiefling, you get to say different things than if you're a drow or dwarf or human. Um, and the same thing with like if you're a barbarian, you get to show up and just be like, I'm going to split you in half with my big axe and people are like whatever you want baby um but then if you're like a rogue which is what i'm playing as <laughs> most of my rogue specific um conversation pieces are just like hey i usually get paid for this <laughs> which i think is very funny um but it sort of creates this feedback loop where you're playing this character you've invested in building it a certain way you want to you want to click those options because those don't show up in every playthrough that that's special to this character and so you want to click them and so when you have the dark urge it's like this extra layer of like that's the that's the new option i want to pick the new one and then we have both it's the both yeah now. and it's, so it's this balancing act of like well like I already I, played I, through in a nice way, maybe. I already, I already did nice stuff. I'm ready to see the bad stuff. Like, what's going to happen? What are these consequences going to be? Are they going to be, like, big consequences? Or are they going to be... Because sometimes, like, you build up this idea of, like, if I click on that, things are going to go sideways. Like, if I click that... If I click choice two instead of choice one, everything's going to hell. And you click it, and you're all ready. And then nothing happens. And it just is like, yeah, it's a little spicier way of phrasing the thing I wanted you to say anyways, whatever, and nobody responds to it. And you're like, oh, okay. But we like the dark urge. It's a whole extra layer on top of that. It's like, is this the one? Is this the one? Is this going to have like huge repercussions? Is it going to, you know, get one of my characters killed? Is it going to completely close off a, a, a whole side quest to me if I if I click that option? But I want to click it because it's got, it's got that special parentheses dark urge around. I'm like, ooh, hmm, hmm. And I think that's yummy, delicious brain stuff there oh yeah yeah it is it is it does act, add an extra layer of complexity you're like oh do i do the dragonborn one or do i do the the kind of the twisted <laughs> messed up one? i do and i do just want to say like as much as this game absolutely feels like a real tabletop dungeons and dragons game sometimes it is a video game and it has tools that tabletop games don't have like quick save and quick reload please use mm -hmm. them they are vital <clears throat> to your game enjoyment so you get that option pop up i'm slamming that quick save button so i can click it and find out what happens and if i don't like it i reload and if i do like it i keep playing maybe put a couple more quick saves down just in case um i actually <laughs> i remapped my mouse has like a forward and back button on the side i remapped the back button to be quick save so i'm slamming that quick save <laughs> button all the time <laughs> so so i've been i've been playing it as i i don't have time to play four different versions of every interaction and so I've started playing a while back different games this way where I'm like, fuck it. I'm just, this is it. This is whatever I, whatever happens, happens and I'm going to keep going forward. And so I, I mean, obviously I save a lot because just, I don't want to die, but yeah. You know, and it gets, you know, you got, um, you got to save in this game, mm -hmm. but, but I haven't really tried to play around with, so there are times when I don't know what would have happened if he, if he did the thing. You brought up Last of Us, and that's interesting because in The Last of Us, there's this event that happens at the at the end of the first game that a lot of people disagree with, and I've and I've and I've read of people who just sat there because they didn't want to do the thing that you had to do at the end, but that's it. There was like you had no choice, and the game kind of lets you just sit there, <laughs> right, <laughs> and really just like you know whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready, you can press the button. And do the thing. Just loop the soundtrack. We're fine. Yeah. Take your time. And so, so <laughs> the dark urge, for the most part, always gives you a choice. It's more like there's this voice in the back of your head. Also, the narrator is fantastic. Like the narrator is constantly like, "You fantasize about, <laughs> you know, like eating their eyes out or something." I don't know. <laughs> and you're like, "What? Would you stop?" And she she makes it sound very enticing as well. Um, and so that stuff is funny. There, there was one thing at the beginning that happened that was completely out of your control. And then, but then, then you get to react to it and you get to decide like, I'm going to own that shit or 
I'm going to feel bad about it. And I, I, I don't, who, who am I as this character who has all these dark thoughts? Am, am I, I someone am who, I someone who doesn't care or am I someone who does the thing anyway, but gives a shit? <laughs> you can, you can not care. You can absolutely care and show remorse mm-hmm. or you can like double down and be like, damn right. And I do it again. Don't cross me. <laughs> and and that, that kind of scope is again, it, it is just, like like you were saying, like it just adds this additional <laughs> layer of like I'm I don't know, there's something that just feels more realistic about it. It's like it's like I um I, I you flip a switch that I mean, makes it's it, more realistic know. to like my internal thought processes while I am playing a video game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where it's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm the hero of City and I'm here to save the day. I wonder what would happen if I shot directly into that big stack of exploding barrels. So, so, so here's the thing, right? Like when I play a video game, I am the character, right? I'm like, okay, I'm making this decision, but this character is constantly telling me that it is struggling mm-hmm. <laughs> with the choices that are being presented in front of it. So even when I want to play a certain way, he's still pushing back on me in a way, and that is fascinating. That is just such a such a such a interesting experience mm. Mm. so interesting mm. so yummy mark what does it does is this making you think of anything <clears throat> you know when when you when you guys were all kind of talking about like you know uh knights of the last republic the last of us you know um came out before you were born yeah mm-hmm. right um <laughs> the game that came to my mind was um fallout and and the morality system with with that game because in in fallout like yes you have certain dialogue choices that you that you make and that can either you know gain karma lose karma and again it's like a reputation based thing but it's also it also takes it outside of just the dialogue where certain actions you do will also cause you to lose or gain that karma, whatever it might be. So you can play the game as, and you can be the asshole and just be like, you know what? I'm going to steal from everybody. I'm going to kill you. I'm just going to destroy this. And then you, you know, you risk losing certain quest lines, or you could try to be the savior of the wasteland and just try to be a goody two shoes. You know, it, it kind of opens you up for those sorts of things. And, you know, for me, this is my first time playing any game like like Baldur's Gate is like my first like this is my first experience with the series this is my first experience with any game that's even in this format like I, I've never played a game like this before I mean I've played D&D before so it, it I have some familiarity with it <laughs> Um, so like it's not like I'm, I'm a complete complete stranger but like hearing things like you know the dark urge like a character like that I know that like like you guys were saying where you know, I'm sitting there playing Fallout and I'm like, okay, I'm talking to this person. I, I know I need to be okay with this person. I got to get them on my good side. But I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I just took this this mini nuke and just decimated the whole squad right now. Just because why not? But then you kind of look around, you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. And so I was tempted to have my very first playthrough be the Dark Urge. And I decided against it (laughs) just because I was like, you know, it sounds very enticing just to see what those choices are and just to kind of see just like how messed up they can really be. But um, at the same time, I was like, well, this is also my first time sort of playing through this sort of game. I want to try and and do it. And I'm very much kind of like you, Josue, where I am the character. It's Mm -hmm. me making those choices. So, um when it when it comes to me like when it comes to like those big decision making things or when any game kind of has choices that can impact the story i i will pot unless it's like a quick like a quick time choice decision thing um like telltale games i will pause it or i'll leave it exactly as it is and i will google it because i always want to make sure that i am making the right choice <laughs> mm-hmm. to yeah. get the outcome that i want cuz i don't i i don't even want to save it i just want to just get it right the first time so i'm like okay mm-hmm. what's the right choice 
Oh, you would hate the way I'm playing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, but I it's, also understand with a game like this, like that's kind of impossible because almost every choice you're making in some there way, shape, so or form. There are so many choices in this game. So many yep. choices that have so, impact. Yeah. <laughs> So like this game is one of those things where I had to kind of be okay with like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to full send myself and just, I'll make these decisions. However, I would like originally make these choices as if I was the character and just see like, is my decision-making abilities, are they actually up to snuff or do I just suck? And I need to start rethinking how I, how I make decisions <laughs> in this world it, it's interesting in real life or in the world or in the game i think the game will be an accurate reflection about the real gotcha. world gotcha. based on because gotcha. every decision i plan to make is like this is what i would do like I, this is legitimately mm-hmm. like if i was in this situation if you took me and put me in that situation and i had these choices in front of me this is the choice i would make and mm-hmm. just see like is that gonna is that gonna get my whole party killed am i gonna die <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Mark, it's interesting because you brought up the like, well, I know I need to be good with this person, so I'm going to pick this answer or or whatever. And I mentioned earlier this game being close to a D&D like direct port, but it's not quite because I think Kayla brought this up on the episode we did about antiheroes, but we play a D&D d- game together and one of our new players, first time playing D&D, doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> and like is playing was playing a warlock now playing a sorcerer um we came up against like like in the in the hobbit with the spider webs around people and we were supposed to be rescuing people and she saw us trying to rescue somebody and she just eldritch blast the 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 spider web and almost killed this person right that we're supposed to be saving um and so i think some people would like to just go in play it differently go all in in D&D you have a DM who can kind of shift but like when you're looking at this game like oh I know I need that person I need to talk to them for something later probably so I'm going to avoid doing that um, because you don't have a DM who can it's just pivot like, if also in, in like tabletop like when you're playing with other players like they are also real people who deserve to have you know moments in the spotlight and have choices that mm-hmm. matter and it's not just you but in a video game it's just you you can do whatever the hell you, you want you can't yep. this game does support we multiplayer co-op. we could play we could play co-op and it's very fun to do so i haven't tried it in the actual game but i played co-op in the early access a couple of times it was a blast but it is a very different gaming experience than when you when you are controlling your whole team. I think people at Larian have also suggested it's a different game when you're playing. You should play on your own and also play with people. (laughs) I've only played Divinity Original Sin 2 with another person. And it's, if if you're going to play it with other people, you got to play it like, like a D and D campaign, I think. And you've got to kind of be on the same page. You can't just play with somebody random and mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just, Oh no, that's they picked a dark awful. urge and they're just, you know, doing all this crazy stuff on the side and messing up the world for you. It's good to be aligned. But a lot of the stuff that like a lot of the bad that like, you could play bad, right? Like you could attack everybody. You could, you could attack NPCs. You could mm-hmm. kill a whole bunch of people. Like you can steal from, Oh, the, yeah. the game is structured like, in such in a game. way that like the more like evil choices you choose, the harder the game gets. Um and that's that's the, true for the main the, way my distinction being, is that that's true for the dark urge as well. Yeah. I mean the main the main way being if you are like aggro and violent, people fight you. So you have to do more fights yeah. than you would if you were being nice. But also your yeah. teammates can turn on you or leave which means you have fewer resources gameplay wise and so it gets more difficult in that way as yeah. well yeah you know there's consequences i find consequences. that when i when i'm playing a game solo i tend to try to be more of like the good character but when i'm playing with friends i don't give a shit <laughs> like, i i will Time for i will chaos. be like th- that's where my chaotic energy just like reigns supreme um I-, I would be the kind of person to be like you know like w- when i'm with my party try to convince them to just go haggle somebody or hey let's go mug that one person or like oh no do this it's fine no one no one's gonna care and then you know the whole town tries to chase us out 
Um, I'm also the kind of person that would just go into a room and just fireball the whole thing and just, you know, shoot first, mm-hmm. ask questions later. But on my own, I'm like, no, no, no. Let, let, let's let's be the good guy. I don't want to make any enemies. Let's all just be friends. We'll hold hands. We'll we'll sing under rainbows. It's fine. That's I, what I, I want, am, guys. I am the same way, Mark. Like when I'm playing by myself, I'm like, one, I want everybody to like me. I know they're not real people. They're just lines of code, but they have to like me. And I want to collect all of them. It's very much collection thing. It's like I have to collect all the little friends. I have to make everybody like me. Everybody's happy. I get the happy ending. The credits roll. If I'm playing with other people, I'm like, you know what I love more than anything? Experimentation. So I'm just going to try throwing this exploding barrel, and we're going to see what happens. <laughs> it's I'm just it's the scientist in me. I don't know what to tell you guys. And the people I'm playing with are like, please, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, chaos so you basically are saying that Josue should not play with you i think Josue should i think we should all play together and it would be really fun but i do i do want you to set your expectations (laughs) where we will not be doing a serious run yeah (laughs) we're never gonna finish that game (laughs) i think i think me and link would just be the shaggy and scooby of the group we're just running around getting into hijinks and you guys just deal with it I'm the I'm the I don't know what character this would be, but I'm the one who like you turned around and he's not there anymore, and then you hear an alarm or something because I pressed the button. Mm-hmm. I just pressed all the buttons. Oh, okay, so it's two That's Velmas, me. Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what it would, that would be like. Yeah. All right, so so we can't think of anything else. Again, I, I've I've never played like a tortured character. That allowed me to play him as tortured, or I have no idea if there's any rede- redemption for this I character. Didn't, like, I I'm didn't not, get not... into like the end game stuff of either of the divinity games, so I don't know if like this may be like a Larian thing. Like this is a, a thing that they are continuing to engage with because like original sin, like the premise of that game is like you are a bad guy and you do bad guy stuff. You don't have to do bad guy stuff, but it's like you're a bad guy. Um, again, I didn't get to the the later game stuff, so I do not know how any of that stuff resolved. I could be completely off base here, but I feel like, I feel yeah. like it might be something that like Larian studios finds this really, this idea really engaging. And that's why they keep delving into it is like w- what, what makes people do these things like what 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 is the urge within us that causes us to harm each other and the planet we live on and the systems around us like what 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 how does that work how how do we systemize that into a, a video game where we can play with the pieces and see like what how can we change where is the space for like shifting the path so to speak i think i think that that's intriguing stuff yeah yeah i don't i don't yeah i recently played divinity original sin 2 maybe i'm i'm not it sounds like a different game than what you're describing but i think you played it's, way more it's of it been than, than i did many years since i played and i played the first one a little bit and then i played the second one like more but also not to end game stuff so um yeah <laughs> yeah well one, one funny thing to me is that divinity original sin 2 and Baldur's gate 3 are practically exactly the same game for the first I'd say for a good chunk of it <laughs> it's it's exactly the same game the way it starts um but so the yeah I I I can't believe there's no like other real good comparison for it but what about in the sense of so let's say Lara or 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 Mark You've got a client, right, that comes to you and is is it's like, hey, I I I've I've been playing this game, <laughs> right? And that's uh, that's like my entire caseload. Yeah, I yeah, wish yeah, that was exactly. my caseload. Exactly, it's like, hey, uh, you'll you'll get there, Mark. You'll get there. Um, you just gotta you, you'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> so, Laura, right? Somebody comes up to you and it's like, hey, I've been playing this game. <laughs> And I'm playing as this character called the Dark Urge, and he's got some dark urges. Mm-hmm. 
he thinks some messed up stuff. And I kind of relate to that, right? Like, where, where do you where do you take that conversation um, um, from there? Um, usually when I take that conversation, because it has come up, <laughs> not necessarily like this dark urge, but like people have thoughts that are just thoughts like, um, I don't know, I hate my kids or yeah. what if I just like break this thing that is so important to my husband or whatever you know and most of the time people don't act on those things right yep. they're just yep. thoughts um all of us have them so normalizing that piece and then like exploring well what is it like to get to come up against these things and like be able to like act on it a video game allows you without real world consequences to do things you can't do in real life or you could do, but it would be really bad for you. Um, and so, yeah, definitely have had conversations like this. Um, and they go very interesting places and people are usually relieved to know that like other people have thoughts about hating their kids. Yes. Most parents do. Um, that doesn't mean you don't love them too those kinds of things um yeah, yeah. that's so. one of the things i like about the I like about like how how i first heard about the character was that someone online was like hey i played this i'm relating to this character because i never like maybe maybe this guy never talked to anybody about the dark thoughts that he has mm-hmm. just like just like your example of like oh other parents think these things too really mm-hmm. had no idea other people play Baldur's Gate 3 and want to rip arms off of people, really? I didn't know. Listen, um, we've talked before on the show about villains and relating to villains, and I think there's, like, I don't know, those dark urges that people have, you know, it's part of everybody. We just, some people focus on it more than others, or some people ignore it more than others, and some people talk about it more than others, and yeah everybody's got those well, dark urges we all have a shadow <laughs> and I, I know i mentioned depression quest before but i one of the things i like about depression quest is using it as a as a way to show people who have not experienced depression some of the symptoms of it and some of what it what it what the experience is like for those of you who haven't um played depression quest it you're you're it's a narrative fiction game where you are a person who is experiencing depression and so you have options and sometimes the healthiest options that are available in the real world supposedly you can see them in the game but you can't actually select them meaning that as the character in the game those options are not visible to you meaning that in real life sometimes you don't see the like you you don't even think that it's possible to do the healthy thing even though people around you might be able to see it right like in the game you as the player can see that option is there but the character doesn't actually have that as a real option so i like the idea of using something like the dark urge to show people like what it's like to have conflicting thoughts and thoughts that are really really difficult to to understand even, because that's one of the things about this character. This character is like, why am I thinking these things? Like, I have no idea. He has a backstory, but he doesn't even know what it is. That is actually- So there's some reason, maybe, maybe he's, maybe he is a terrible, terrible, you know, evil character. But for some reason, right now he's not. But that part of him is still left over and he is struggling with it. And it's my job to either let him, you know, feel good about it or not, or, you know, like a therapy simulator. <laughs> I, I do not think that the actual game has gone into this topic with as much like depth and care as we bring to it. But I do think that it is like a starting point for discussing things like intrusive thoughts uh, with OCD, yeah. this mm-hmm. idea of like, yep. 
you can't like it just keeps like every you're having a conversation about something else completely and that thought keeps popping up anyways and you're like I can't I'm not gonna say it I don't want to say it but I keep thinking it mm-hmm. um so I, I I don't I don't think the game it obviously is not going for that kind of conversation um but I think but that that's it the is kind of conversation useful we have. for us <laughs> yeah for us to to use as a jumping off point um yep. for that it kind of thing it. yeah I have not found a therapist that you can go to in the game for yeah, you know, the dark honestly, to go. there is a real lack of therapy and social work in Faerun. It's um, an epidemic, honestly. They really, um, you might find a cleric that might be willing to listen, but sometimes there's even just too Baldur's Gate. There's nobody, go- nobody. There's a lot of cops, but they're not going to help you. Uh, mm-hmm. Ouch! Ouch! Yeah, I think they put those resources to the the exact opposite. That's it. This is this is the media reflecting reality, reflecting media. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna start hanging up posters as fewer flaming fists, more therapists in Baldur's Gate. (laughs) 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 Defund flaming fist. Um, (laughs) But really, we should we should defund flaming fist. Um, we should invest in the people, the communities. So it takes two hundred hours to get to Baldur's Gate. Is that is that <laughs> what I'm is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> um. Okay, so on this, like on your character save, it tells you how long you have been playing that character as. So I, <laughs> I, got, I got to Baldur's Gate like eighty hours in. <laughs> um. Good to know. Good to know. I'm only. All right, so I know I'm, I know I'm the only one who's played as this character. Do you have any questions about about? I did. About my it? my friend Remy has. Uh, he played through, uh, and he plays more uh, like you guys do. Whereas, like, you, if you make a choice, you commit to it. Yeah. Um. So he he <laughs> he has to reload a lot, but it's because everybody dies, and so you have to yeah. reload. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. But if if yeah. everybody doesn't die, he just keeps going, whatever the consequences are, and so he obviously made it through his playthrough much faster than I did. Um, and then he started over and he did the dark urge run. Um, oh, and so I had him talk to me about it. Uh, but he was, he was, his main complaint was, is he had ideas about what he wanted it to be and it didn't meet those expectations. And that is a common thing for him is he always like expands on the idea and he's like think how cool it would be if they did this and they followed that thread to over here and the game's like we can't do all that that's too much man <laughs> and then he's disappointed about it um but yeah so uh he didn't he didn't give me too many spoilers but he did say he was a little uh he loved that because the dark urge actually has a backstory that does make him unique in that when you make yep. your own characters like it doesn't have like a game backstory it's like you can make it up or not that's your call who cares um the game does not care <laughs> but the dark urge actually has a past and so that's like really interesting um but he yeah. thought that there would be like a bigger payoff at the end and and it was very similar to how his first playthrough ended and so he was a little disappointed in that but to me that makes sense because this is not a, like a separate game mode this is just a different exactly. character within the same game um but yeah how yeah. how far are you are you in act two yet no okay no 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 oh not so you all. haven't you haven't done like the uh the link you shared to us or the from uh what was it from ign you haven't murdered every single NPC in, nope, in Act I have One, not. <laughs> and and shoved <laughs> and, them in the same house short, and stored them in one house. Yeah. Uh, nope. 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 I haven't done that. Like I said, I've I've mostly been playing the character as someone who is like really dealing with intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. and is struggling with them, and at times does succumb to them, but other times and and is also apparently doing things unconsciously that doesn't feel good about actually so there's a there's a character there's a murder that happens that you don't do on purpose and afterwards when you realize that it happened um i i took something of that person after they died and i wear it with me always like as uh because to me this version of the character is remorseful 
that that happened. He didn't want that to happen. So this is like in honor of the person that he did not mean to hurt uh, is, is wearing this thing of them to remember them by. That actually just that's reminded my version me of, the dark urge. of uh, the I do ha- I do have another example that's it's not a perfect overlap, but um, and also not a video game. But uh, Dexter, the his uh, dark passenger is what it is re- referred to as in the book series and the TV show, and that's his like yeah. urge to do murder. Yeah, uh, but yeah. then he, you know, he, his workaround is he focuses it on enacting this violence that he feels compelled to do he is enacting this violence against other violent people um but he also like his thing is like he would collect uh, i think he was collecting blood slides it was like Mm -hmm. a major plot point in the first season where he had to get rid of them so he wouldn't get caught or whatever but like that is like it's kind of a serial killer move to be like i'm gonna keep this object and i'm gonna carry it with me but it is also it it is also absolutely a (laughs) way of like i am carrying proof of my my shame and guilt and i i cannot be relieved of it so i must carry it on me with like a physical symbol um so I, I love that that sort of dichotomy mirroring moment happening there where it's like, ooh, yum. It's true. I mean, I could have made the same exact choice and then just in my mind, because you you can't go into this much detail in the game, but in my mind, it would have been like, this is a reminder to everybody else. Don't fuck with me, or if not, I'm going to murder you, and I'm just going to wear a piece of you around to remind the others again. But in my mind, I'm like, and every time it comes up, I'm I'm remorseful of it. Also, I could have denied that it happened, and I didn't. Oh. Right? So, so like, people know what happened. At least I think I know what happened. I'm not even sure. I just, <laughs> I don't know if I've told you, when I, I was in a car accident when I was, like, 20, no, I was, like, 18. I was in a really bad car accident. I got hit from behind, and then my car skid into the car in front of me. So, there was a, it was a three-car pileup. I was in the middle. And when the cops came, I was like, it was my fault. It was my fault. It was all my fault. <laughs> and he's like, the cop's like, are you sure this is the story you want to go with? And I'm like, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's physically no, no, no. Like, impossible. And you're like, no, it was all me, officer. <laughs> it was all me. It was all me. I did it. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, obviously at the moment, I, I remember it. I remember what happened. And I also remember being in this state of mind where I was like, no, no, no. It must have been my fault. Like, my brakes did this, and then that's why the guy behind me hit me. And then, like, it was my mm-hmm. fault that the guy behind me hit me, and it's and therefore it's my fault that I skid into the car in front of me. It took me hours afterwards for me to realize that, like, that made that no sense. Logically, made no sense. But but it reminded me, like, that's how I played the character. It was like this thing happened. It was like, did you? Yes, yes, it was me. I think I don't know. I wasn't awake when it happened, but yep, I'm sure it was me. Must have been. Damn. <laughs> I assume responsibility. I love, also, I love I that bad. this is like in video games, that makes sense because you are the actor. Like everything that happens is because of you uh, moving through the game space. But when you, like for I don't you, know, it, is, it is a pattern of like how you respond to things and also how you respond to things in the game. I love that. That's great. <laughs> But also like, in the game, I don't know that it happened. actually. It must be my fault. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, how can I fix this? I'm so sorry. I'm gonna wear a Again, little piece of this car <laughs> for the rest of my days. <laughs> I don't know that the character actually did the thing that I that I that he's assuming responsibility for through me. But I just it's got it's gotta be. I mean, it's got it's gotta be. It's of course, you. I mean, and he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very I, much me. I love yeah. that you're playing it this way, Josue, because if I play <laughs> it, I'm just gonna t- double down. I'll do it and I'll do it again. Like make it well, so well, different from me. <laughs> well, it it depends, right? Like I don't know what the consequences would be if I did that. Like we were talking about before. Like mm-hmm. you can try to play bad, but then at what cost? Because right. I've already had my But people... if it's my second playthrough, I don't care. <laughs> True. True. I feel like it would for me. I'd I'd play it more like like a like the cookie jar. I'd be like, who me? Couldn't be. Couldn't be me. Why Couldn't. Why would it be me? Then who? Um, it the the 
playing as not the dark urge, the game still has a similar um, ethical question System. that it is doing mm-hmm. of like opting into more power uh, versus not <laughs> because it's kind of suspicious. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, it does yeah. that same thing with the um, the tadpole powers. Yeah. Every time I use that, I'm like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have. Uh. I, I, okay, so the game starts, you get a tadpole. There's, there's not a choice in that. But later mm-hmm. on, you get an option to unlock powers for it, which you can choose to do or not do. And then mm-hmm. later on from there, you get another opportunity to increase those powers, which unlocks basically like a second tier um, of very cool elithid powers. Um, but it's very much feel like you're like, is, is there going to be a consequence for this? Like if I, if I opt into this at all, like that's the connection. It's um, Bioshock. The first, the first Bioshock game had a, a good ending and a bad ending where you could only get the good ending if you saved every single little sister. If you, if you ate even one of them, you got the bad ending. And so very much that is informing the way that I'm playing Baldur's Gate, even though I don't think it's going to be the same at all. Part of me was like, if I use even one time the worm power, (laughs) I'm going to be full evil. (laughs) I'm going to get the bad ending. Everybody's going to hate me. So I really grappled with it for a while. Um, But then I I wanted the utility (laughs) of the moves. Mm -hmm. I wanted... (laughs) And this actually loops back to Mass Effect. One of the second tier elithid powers is a black hole. And when I played Mass Effect, I played as uh, whatever the magic user is called in that game. Um, but black hole is one of their powers. And I would just spam that through the, all of Mass Effect. And so I'm like, ooh, I'm going to do it again. Black hole, black hole, black hole, black hole. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. Um, I am still kind of worried that it's uh, I'm going to have some big consequences for taking all the powers, but I'm I'm committed to it at this point. Got to commit well, to the uh, bit. Got to commit to the well, bit. Well, an interesting thing is that you can choose or not to, but then your companions are also choosing whether or not they want to or not. So if they've chosen to do it, they that's another skill tree that you have for them. But if they don't, they... And it'll say like they are not open to this. They they are not willing to. Although you can still persuade them. <laughs> it's, it's super um, funny. You can work I, on persuading them. I'm running a uh, extremely high dex, high charisma character, and so like with the bonuses that I have, if I roll a persuasion check, always it, basically if I if I roll anything other than a one. I will pass it. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's only been like two times. <laughs> that I've been like, oh, okay, th- mathematically, I can't reach that one. Um, but like, it it was very funny when I I got to that part where you get the opportunity to increase your your brainworm powers, and your dream person encourages you to do it, uh, and you can tell them no, and they get they're like, I really think that you should, and I really think that you should convince your friends also. And I'm like, no, 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 like don't get pushy about it. Like I'll think on it. And so I, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to camp and I'm going to talk to everybody. I'm going to feel out the waters. And every single person was like, absolutely not. That's a terrible idea. I'm definitely not doing that. And then it's like my response is either persuade them with like, come on, come on, don't you, come on, don't you want to be powerful? Um, and then just leave is the other option. And so I like walked away. But uh, Will was the one person who said something kind of interesting uh, that actually felt like responsive to me is that I went up and asked him about it and he's like uh, I, I I find it interesting that you're asking me about it even though you haven't accepted the powers and I was like oh oh he's actually paying attention that's a really good point um, so after <laughs> after I did accept the powers and I, I walked around to ask everybody I was wondering if it would be any different but no, it's not really it's the same uh, the same thing where nobody's into it unless you can pass the the persuasion check in which case i assume they're immediately like yeah okay and slurp down a worm (laughs) you don't actually eat the worms but you can (laughs) (laughs) 
I love this well, game. And you said the thing about the endings. I know that the game supposedly has like 17,000 permutations or mm-hmm. variabilities for the end. And I don't know how many endings that actually is, but I get that you can have a bunch of combinations of people there and, and different things. But who knows what the decisions you've already made will 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 do towards the end. I'm sure I won't finish this game, so I'll never see what happens to the Dark Urge anyway. Um, thank unless you for you wa- Unless you watch it on a Let's Play. Yeah, or mm-hmm. watch the, the TikToks that come out in two weeks that mm-hmm. are really like... But I'll never know what my <laughs> version of the guy would have mm-hmm. been. That's what true. It, what his ending would have been. You just get to make it up That's in your true. minds. Mm-hmm. Maybe watch a few different endings and see, hmm. That's the one that's he the would one. have had. That's the one. Yeah. Could be. All right. Well, thank you for engaging with me in this conversation. I hope um, it was thought-provoking. And, you know, it's, it's a little tool out there. It's a conversation starter about some topics that I don't think, at least I've never, I've never again, I've never had them come up uh, this way. Maybe in books. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's more, you know, more of a, uh, of a, a theme that comes up more often, but still it's not as interactive as this, where you have the options of actually following through. It's up to you whether you want to follow through with some of those dark urges or not. Yeah. I think it's a really cool experience and I'm glad that Larry put that in there. It's pretty cool. I do kind All of right, suspect any closing thoughts. I I huh? do kind of suspect that originally the dark urge was built as like that was the that was the intended like first experience. And then they got, I want, I want to say is they got to the point where they were letting some people test it and they realized like when uh, Larian Studios put out that, you know, the first weekend launch and they did a whole bunch of stats, which by the way, I love that stuff so much, but they're talking about like, generally speaking, players, all players from everywhere, like 70, 80% of them will be good. They will always choose the good option. Um, those numbers yep. change when you get like replays and stuff where people are going back in to see the other stuff like I do. But um, yeah. generally speaking, people people want to be good. They want to be heroic. And so I think partway into development, they were like, we can't have the dark urge be the the main character. We have to, <laughs> we can't, people aren't going <laughs> to like that. They're going to be really upset with us. So maybe we'll change that to like a bonus extra thing. I'm glad you didn't have to unlock it by playing by like doing a first. I am. I like am that. glad of that because I don't yeah. like things being locked. But um, yeah, yeah, I do. I do think that I, that's that's my suspicion that it was originally planned to be the the baseline, and then they were like, people are going to be really mad about it. We're not doing that. <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts, Link? Uh, I love Baldur's Gate. Really. Mark, closing thoughts. <laughs> I I almost want to just, just create a new character and play the Dark Courage and just let the intrusive thoughts run wild. Yeah. Cause because in real life you can't you can't do that. Exactly. I have mm-hmm. to keep those in check. Oh, aren't you tired of yeah, being yeah, nice? Yeah. Don't you want to go ape shit? <laughs> One day you say that, but you haven't seen the kind of stuff that that goes into this guy that the dark right. is thinking. It's pretty messed up. <laughs> Lara, closing thoughts. I enjoy any game that lets me like have conversations with friends about like, oh, you played it that way. Um, I I wish they had more stats. Like Link said, that opening weekend having the stats. Yeah. Like, um, I really liked how Life is Strange. I could compare myself to my friends and. I'm just throwing it out there. If they want to do that for the PlayStation five, for the console versions, that would be great. Let me see how my friends um, play. But anyway, um, I think regardless, whether it's with your therapist, if you have a therapist like me, who'll listen to you or, or with friends, like talking about like, what are the choices you made, whether it's the dark urge or not, you know, it's, it's kind of fun to get into that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. plays differently. Okay, my my final thought is I want to know who 
who are who are you guys gonna romance? Who are you gonna romance? <laughs> I'm I I chose Shadowheart first. Um, I already made out with Shadowheart. I, I can't stand yeah. any of the female characters. They're so far, okay. So. <laughs> every every character is both uh, my sweet baby princess and also a little shit who deserves what they get. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I if I had met Carlock first, I would have I would have chosen her. I feel like she was made for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm full Shadowheart in this run. I love I love her. I love her so much. She's my little pastel goth girlfriend. <laughs> All right. Well, and you can tell us in the community uh, spaces who you're going to romance. And maybe some of your dark thoughts, but not all of them. Please mm-hmm. do not share them all. Um, share them with your therapist if you must. Mm-hmm. And journal. friends and family and your support system. <laughs> um, links to the community spaces are in the show notes. Remember to geek out and do good, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.